Penalt Pest and Protection is a tabletop role-playing game based on the 2D6 system Monster of the Week. This is not a show for children! Viewer discretion is advised. Sometimes as a DM, you make a decision, and all of your players hate it. I told Clara that she couldn't go through the train by herself, and, well, that's exactly what she's going to do. Deal with it. Hi, welcome to episode 8 of Penalt Pest and Protection, your rough and tumble kind of sort of monster of the week TTRPG that I, Fox Evans, am the den mother for. I'm hanging out here with some really cool people who got into a lot of trouble last time, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself so we could deal with some consequences. <laughs> uh, hello, my name's Dade Robison, and I play Clara Rollins, the uh, rough and tumble crooked of the group. Uh now, well, not ex-Bounty Hunter, but Bounty Hunter. Hey, I'm Haley, and I'm playing Aisling, a woman out of time. Time, time, time. The Monstrous Playbook. It's a lot of fun. Hi, I'm Hazel, and <laughs> I'm playing Shalev, the uh, spooky with uh, issues. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adrian, and I play Tiffany, the half of the three and a half women. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> oh man! So, last... Charlie Sheen. Uh, oh, Who's the me... Charlie Sheen of the group? Absolutely, Hazel. So, whenever we left last session, uh, Clara was on her way out of the infirmary down to the resident cart so that she could grab Tiffany's notebook for her and bring it back. There was a lot of people the in, in the infirmary due to the battle that just took place in the ballroom not too long ago. Currently, Shalev, you are in the residential car with Alice. Uh, she just showed you where the mini bar is, and you guys were getting ready to grab some drinks and start having a good old time before we left last session. Currently, Clara, you have stepped out of the infirmary car and you are making your way to the residential car. Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, you got the uh, map of what the... Yeah, the order yeah. Uh, from my perspective heading back to the front is going to be the second bar cart, mm -hmm. then the viewing cart, mm -hmm. dining, ballroom, bar, Residential. Okay. Yeah. So coming up on me is the uh, the bar. Got you. So you walk into this uh, second bar cart. You haven't really spent any much time in here. This train ride. You've been in here before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a good amount of gambling and, like, you know, rival rousery going on. There's people telling stories you hear. And then this one girl just flew through the air and stabbed it. And then there was this loud noise and it just melted into a puddle. It was so crazy. People are just kind of spreading the tale of what happened uh, over the last couple of hours. It's about four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, if you look outside of one of the windows, it's you know so nice and sunny outside because it's the summer season. Mm -hmm. So the sun stays out till like nine o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Fuck. That's rough. I mean, it when is does what it, it is. Raise, yeah. Uh, it comes up good. at like, I don't know, seven in the morning. Okay. Yeah, it's not okay. too bad. 
that. Uh, That's a long day period. That's okay. That, yeah, no, 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 no judgment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no judge. I don't judge the planet for. <laughs> Why are you judging the planet? <laughs> it can't help its cycles. <laughs> so, like I said, you look outside and uh, it's yeah, it's still daytime. Whenever you're walking through the bar cart, you hear a few familiar voices and you look over and you see a small group of scorchers sitting in a corner gambling and being very loud okay do i recognize them i recognize their voices do you see a couple of uh, younger members of the scorchers that you don't know the names of but you have seen before uh because you had seen them like just when they were kids, in the gang okay. and they're like you just seen them kind of like be around people that you know okay if that makes sense because you still run in the same kind of circles just as a bounty hunter and not with the scorchers right yeah one person that you do recognize is julius michelle ziegler you recognize him as not one of the top people in the Scorchers, but someone who really thinks that he is one of the top people in the Scorchers. <laughs> okay. And what was the middle name? Michelle. Michelle. Julius Michelle Ziegler. Are you going to call him Michelle? Shelly! <laughs> yeah, what do I know about this person? Uh, go Michelle. ahead and roll percentile die for me. Okay. 59%. So you know that he is really, really good at swindling people. That's his whole gig. He likes flashy things. He spends a lot of money and oftentimes makes other people spend a lot of money on him. Leaves people with the tab a lot. Not a good person. (laughs) I mean, who's ever fully a good person? Whenever you see him, what's your you know initial reaction? You're about halfway through the bar cart. How? F- uh, he is on. He's about twenty feet away from you. Whenever you see him, has he noticed me? Doesn't no. seem like it. And I don't you, know if he would even recognize me. Um, you know, I'm interested. Uh, I don't think she expected to see any scorchers on the ride, but then again. I don't think she was expecting anything, given the circumstances. Um, But yeah, I think I'll approach them and ask them why they're there. Uh, So, As you approach the table, you see that they're playing dice. One of them will pick up a set of dice and throw it on the table, and they'll make a bet and pass the dice over to the next person. And it kind of goes into a round, and at the end, they determine the winner. You know, with mixed cheers and oohs and ahs and boos, you know, as people win and lose. You see that... Ziggler has amassed quite a pile of money. Okay. Uh, Banknotes and uh, coins of money. So I guess I walk up and I'm like, oh dang, I didn't know, um, I didn't know John had sent a leg out to Night Hollow. What y'all doing on the, on the train? Uh, Julius, is that you? Everybody kind of like gets quiet and looks at you. Uh, you don't feel like the whole room stop, but you feel this corner of the room stop. As you look around, you see a couple of the younger members are really, really tense, and they have hands on their hips. Julius looks at you up and down and goes, Ha! Would that be Claire Rollins? Hmm. I ain't seen you in a long time. You here to gamble? No, you know that I'm not the type. Uh, I was really just wondering what y'all were doing. Well, if you're going to walk up to my table and try to talk to me, I don't understand why you're not, you know, coming to have a good time. You know, I don't really 
I think having a good time is the least of my worries, having just saved all of your asses. Roll um, a act under pressure. You sound like the villain from Wild Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like the man (laughs) in the giant spider from Wild Wild West. Yes. Absolutely, yes. uh, Plus sharp. Cool. Plus cool. Uh, That's a ten. Nine plus one. Nine plus one. So that's a complete success? Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, give me a second. What was I acting for? That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, you do what you set out to do. Yeah, you do what you set out to do. Uh, Which I guess is not <laughs> not gamble. Not be affected. Yeah. As you are trying to, you know, kind of reason with this man and tell him that you're not trying to gamble, a couple of the youngsters step behind you, and one of them attempts to put their gun into your waist. You know what's going on before, without even realizing it. You reach behind you and you snatch the gun out of their face and point it in their I'm sorry, snatch the gun out of their hands, turning it around and pointing it in their face. That's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I, I'm not here for trouble. I really just need to ask some questions. Me and my dad got some problems, so I, I'm really just looking for any help I can get. Would you please take this and I flip it around and hand it to him handle-wise and I say, and sit down? You hear a hammer click, and you turn back around, and you see that Julius has his gun pulled out and pointing at you and says, why don't you sit down? And then we fade back over to um, Tiffany and Aisling as they are still in the infirmary. It's been a few minutes. It's probably about 4.30 in the afternoon now. Claire's been gone for a while. Do I still have harm? You actually both are healed completely, and uh, you are no longer exhausted because in this time you've had the time to eat some jello. Add a nap and a juice box. (laughs) (laughs) I feel excellent. So great. (laughs) All around you, there is just pain. People are crying. People are not just in pain physically, but you hear some people that are just sad. Yeah. All right, am I able, am I allowed to get up and move around? Cause last time- Yeah, you're good to go. Okay. I I stand up out of the bed. I guess I look to Aisling and I say, can I send you possibly on a very weird quest for me? Sure. Can you go get like the most, the biggest trays of Jello? possibly can't. Tiffany's also groggy voiced from her nap. <laughs> the bar cart will probably have gelatin and then so will the uh, the ball cart or the dining cart or whatever. I'm sure if you tell them that it's for the, the infirmary cart, they'll just give it to you. But yeah. if you can go get some gelatin, I'm getting real annoyed with all of these cries of anguish. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to do something about them. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then Tiffany goes to, um, she goes over to like a nurse's station and puts a stethoscope around her neck and starts walking around <laughs> and asking people, how you doing? Because <laughs> she's also getting there. Because she doesn't really want to leave because she has to go through so many cards. <laughs> but also, she's just so tired of this. 
Uh, the first person that you go up to and just say how you doing uh, is an older gentleman, and he has a cast on his arm, and he's looking pretty good. He's looking all right. He just kind of looks down at you and is like, "Well, doing all right, thanks to you." <laughs> I take. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a marker that's on like the clipboard that's at the foot of this guy's bed. Did you, what did you write on my, my charts there? Oh. <laughs> well, well, what time is it? I don't have a... They took my watch. <laughs> Aisling, uh... <laughs> what did you do as she walked away and put on the stethoscope and started I... harassing her fellow, uh... Aisling... I stand there for a minute and watch. I watch <laughs> Tiffany in bewilderment. <laughs> and then I go to the dining cart first. Well, I mean, if you look around, there's actually a cart. It's got jello on it. And it's got like multiple <laughs> jello. Excellent. It's where the nurse who gave her, her jello originally got the jello from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, then I would like to redo what I would like to redo what Aisling does. This Aisling stands there and watches Tiffany in bewilderment and then looks to the jello cart and then looks back at Tiffany and then looks back into the jello cart <laughs> and then just shrugs. And I go to the jello cart and I just start like wheeling it behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Passing it out to patients. <laughs> Just, oh, sorry about your ruptured spleen. Here's so if they're jello. really if they're really bad, like if we come across patients that are very bad and painful injuries, um, <laughs> <laughs> right now. I'm conflicted about letting people know that I have magic, and so I'm thinking Aisling would try to do it. I would try to do it sneakily, but I don't want to overtax myself again. Yeah. So, uh, you kind of, like, hang out on the right side of the cart, because that's where there's less nurses and doctors, and it seems that Tiffany is specifically avoiding them. Okay. Throughout You're this. impersonating one. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's a child. Ah, oh, let's go stop that person who killed that fucking like, monster. Like, you're, you're like as tall as a typical nine or ten year old, right? I am. I have that number. I'm like four, eight and a half. You know, killing a monster does not give you immunity to it, crimes. It doesn't, but... I mean, I'm not say. I never said I was a doctor. She didn't even. She didn't even write anything. I'm just checking in on <laughs> yeah, her. she's I'm not asking. She's not forging anything. <laughs> just asking her. In. She's not. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's 
quite a few people in this infirmary. You, you guys visit with about 10 people, and of those 10 people, two of them are in need of serious, like, help. Okay. The doctors here have done what they can. Right. But the magic users seem to have spent a lot of their efforts healing the people who are even worse off than that. Right. Uh, there is a section of the cart that you can see that has people who are pretty much as well off as you are that you know were not whenever they walked into the infirmary. Right. Okay. Well, I would like to help stealthily. So (laughs) if you're going to be helping out stealthily, the first thing you'll do is I'm going to have you roll your magic roll. Okay. Just to see if you do it. Is there a way I can help this out? (laughs) Yeah, actually there is. Give me just a second. What was your uh, magic roll? Uh, I rolled a 7 plus 3, so 10. So that's a 10? All right, so you're doing fine on your magic roll. Give me one more magic roll for the second person. Uh, That's two sixes, so that's 15. All right, so as far as the healing goes, you're passing those checks. Okay. Uh, So you'll be able to stabilize these two people and do what the medical people here were not able to do. Now, here comes the hiding it from people. So, I'm gonna have you act under pressure, and I'm gonna have you help out. Yes. And so I want you guys to describe to me how you are providing a distraction so that the magic is not seen. I also want you to provide for me, like, I want you to communicate with Tiffany what you kinda wanna do. Okay. uh, So that you can, you know, achieve this goal. Okay. And then uh, I'll have you both do just one act under pressure roll for you and one help out roll. Okay. Okay. So are you going to magic those gelatins? So, <laughs> so after I'm, uh, I'm thinking that this would probably be after like you came by and you asked for a check and like either the person's not responding or it's pretty obvious or whatever. And so I'll kind of come up to you and under my breath go I'm like okay so I think I can help them but I'm going to need to get my hands on them and I don't really want them to know what I'm doing so if you could be super charming and distracting and I will be the horrible bedside nurse (laughs) okay describe to me what this one patient we're looking at is Uh, so the guy you come up on uh, at first has all broken limbs they got trampled they were definitely stampeded over (laughs) Okay. 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 I know how. To, I think I know how to how to do something with this. Okay. And so I walk up to the guy's, uh, the person's uh, bed, and I say, "How you doing there?" And I look at the clipboard, and what's the name? Uh, the name is Jeffrey Carruthers. And I say, "Okay. Well, hi there, Mr. Carruthers. I'm here to do a check on you, and I see here from, well, your chart, and also just my general looking at you, that." were involved in that their monster mishap that happened in the ballroom. Yeah. They look at you with puffy eyes. <laughs> yeah. See, they really can't see. <laughs> well, Mr. Carruthers, we're going to have to do a little bit of a bandage check on you and all your limbs and everything, but I know that you're in a lot of pain, so I'm going to focus you in with some breathing exercises to help ignore any possible discomfort you might have while this goes on. So I want you to close your eyes with me. <laughs> and I want you to... already <laughs> closed. I say, very good. Now, without straining yourself too much, take as 
big of a breath in as you can through a very small point in your mouth. All right, so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the plus one forward for that. <laughs> just have to roll. Uh, so go ahead and roll your help out. Or not your help out, your... Uh, Act under pressure. under pressure with plus one forward. I thought you needed to distract the doctors and the nurses. No! <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> no, who's the one person that's going to get the most involved with this? the person we have to check over. I was on the brain of distracting the patient too. Like, I don't want people thinking, oh, somebody came by and healed me. <laughs> so that they just like say that to anyone who might ask, I guess. Yeah. Like I wanted them to just, I don't know. <laughs> this wasn't well thought out. No, what? No. I just, it's going well so far. Yeah. I mean, it's going as well as I think it can so far. <laughs> well, I rolled a four <laughs> and I have zero cool. So that's My a God. five. <laughs> I level use up! A, a luck point. <laughs> no! <laughs> I will use my luck points when it is dire and important. So you kind of lay your hands on this person and you pass magical energy into them. Uh, this is going to be the 15. And uh, the person goes from like having puffy eyes and like a broken jaw to like being healed. <laughs> they know what's up. They're like, oh my, oh, oh my god. Wow. I mean, yeah, but also think of it this way. They're still in casts. Magic Jello, right? I, what? Magic Jello here. And I, I shove the Jello packet into their mouth. <laughs> 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 okay. I want, okay, he's, so after that, he is, uh, as soon as he like opens his eyes and I say, Mr. Carruthers, okay, you've been out for a little while because of the procedure, but you're probably going to be feeling much better right now. And I need you to know that you're also still under the effects of a little bit of an anesthetic. So don't try moving around too much, but I need you to know that the process was successful. The magical healing went very well. And your doctors are over there. They're taking a break right now. Roll uh, manipulate someone. <laughs> God damn. This is hilarious. <laughs> Magic Jello <laughs> shoves Jello in his mouth, <laughs> gaslights him. <laughs> yeah, you were just asleep. Oh, that is an eight. It's an eight. Yes. Makes success. All right, so you have um, minus one forward for your next roll. Fucking as, okay. Uh, your punishment for not rolling well. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to go by the. I mean, I gave him a reason. You did give him a reason, and that's why I'm going to have a, Bad, no, a one. negative. Yeah, yeah it's uh, weird. Wait, hold on. That was a, but that was plus. I completely forgot to add in my charm. That's a nine then, but it's, so it's still, oh, it's a, a, nine. still a mix success. Oh, it's still a mix success. Still a mix success, Dang. but yes. See, I'm going to give you a minus one forward on your next uh, thing that you do. Okay. He is going to just kind of sit back and he's... Still in casts. Kind of in shock, because that was a... Magical healing is kind of a process. And he just looks at you and he's just like, Okay, strange child. <laughs> <laughs> and I step back, and if there's a curtain around him, I can pull, pull the curtain around him. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Next, patient! 
I love that like like <laughs> Tiffany is just like in business mode, pulls the curtain and moves on and Aisling's having like a small panic attack of like, oh no, 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 that worked too well. <laughs> Next patient. He's too healthy now. <laughs> um you don't know it, but you accidentally cured his cancer that he had. <laughs> no! He only had I three mean, days to live I love before. that you failed the role by making the healing not subtle. <laughs> Good for um, Jeffrey. However, uh, you look around Aisling, and it doesn't appear that anybody is paying you any fucking mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are... All of the doctors are... All the doctors that are standing and still, like breathe and I'm sorry all the doctors that are still standing and like not dead tired right are actively working with patients okay and we are actually going to go over to uh Shalev. cool boy uh, don't worry we will take care of the other Hello. patient uh, hell yeah we can over to Shalev, who's currently in the residential cart with Alice the bartender after convincing her to ditch Trevor and let him handle the bar so that you guys can come and hang out. I hope he's doing well. We flash over to Trevor, and he's doing really fucking well, actually, by himself. He usually works better whenever he doesn't have somebody to berate around him. And you notice that every time somebody orders an old-fashioned, he says, sorry, we don't have that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't. Permanently <laughs> forgot. And uh, so we flash back to Shalev and Alice. Uh, Alice has poured out a couple of drinks from the mini bar. You guys are taking shots and getting to know each other and just kind of conversating. A moment comes up where the two of you are really, really close. And it kind of looks like she's trying to get you to give her a kiss. Okay. Well, I would imagine then that I would reciproc- re- reciprocate. That's how the word reciprocate that's how you say it roll and not miss her mouth <laughs> <laughs> yes reciprocate Shalev would reciprocate that action alright so uh, the two of you lean in and kiss and Alice goes to move her hand up your back and as she does she jumps back and lets out a slight ah oh what? my god what is that, are you okay she's looking down at her hand and there is blood on her hand oh oh did Sorry, don't worry about that. Give me... Shalev, oh my god, you're, you're bleeding! Yes, you're... I know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get you. We have, like, uh, napkins and, like, uh, I think we have a sink in here, right? <laughs> Did you say give me that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my blood back? <laughs> didn't mean to say that. It's fine. Just give me back. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> it's fine. Give me back. That's my blood. Hey. Okay. okay. So she says, "No, no, you know it's fine. You know you can wash your hands and like oh, the sink." Oh my if god! You want. No, we I have can... to. We have to take care of you. Oh my! Oh no! And take off. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. Whoa. She goes to like <laughs> takes begins taking off your trench coat and off your shirt. Um, how are you? How are you responding? Uh, Shalev would uh, probably freeze up and start freaking out because she's covered in scars uh-huh. and such. But uh, yeah, probably just not say anything and just kind of like, can you not know? Uh, Listen, I have I'm, to. You are. You are. I'm bleeding, really. I promise. I'm fine. It's, we can't. I'm. I'm okay. I. It's. No, you're not. You are. Ble- look, there is just a, blood. There is a pool of blood on the chair. 
Oh my god, how did you not? I have towels. Can wipe it up. I'm not concerned about the chair. I'm concerned about you. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Just all of us are out of our microphones trying not to laugh. <laughs> to cut in over over the lines. Look, look, like if I just let me, I'll step out into the hallway really quick so that I'm not in the room with this turtle. You see that turtle thing? I can't do magic in here. Let me go heal myself and I'll be right back. It's fine. It's fine. No, you can't. No, I'm not. You can't. The turtle's stopping you from doing well. Here and she gets up and she takes the grabs the turtle off of the uh, wall and puts it down on the ground. I don't think you understand how this works necessarily. Like, watch and Shalev just kind of gets up, walks over, like open. Wait, is her shirt off? Like, I mean, she tried to. T- if you didn't allow her to take it off, then no. Oh, okay, Let's she just walks, opens up the door, stands in the hallway, and uh, I guess attempts to heal herself with magic. Okay, uh, roll to uh, do magic. Okay. I'm just imagining that she tried to get it off and you wouldn't let her, but it's stuck to your blood and so it's like <laughs> you're showing midriff. <laughs> she just come out. It's completely disheveled. I, I for sure thought you were just going to stick your hand out the window and then set your hand on fire. And you're like, <laughs> see? <laughs> see? It's the turtle. It's the turtle. <laughs> turtle can't exist outside. <laughs> <laughs> trying to count because I'm silly, I'm silly and can't count. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, 11. 11? Yeah. Walks out in the hallway. See? It's fine. Things <laughs> good. I think it removes one harm. How many harm you got? So like three. Clench <laughs> your abs real tight and a cut seals up. <laughs> the blood scoops back into your body. Yeah, you can only heal one. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. So what does that do in the so you step out into the hallway and you try to heal yourself. Cleck uh, kind of comes up and says, Oh, you want to feel better? Okay, I can make you do that. I can make you feel better. Yeah, just a little bit better, though. And you glow a little bit and you feel some of your cut skill, but uh, the power ebbs quickly and you're like, Shit, I don't know if I can heal myself this much. You still have two harm. So, okay, what does like the is like the big gash that's like it's bleeding? It's smaller. You're still bleeding. Like you are like still profusely or like yeah, okay. you're you're actively bleeding still. Okay. So, um, might still need those paper towels. Uh, and uh, at this point, Alice has begun going through the bags that are in the. No, it does not care about oh. privacy at all. Oh, that's... Alice has begun going through the bags in the room. No. And she comes across a stash of med kits. And she says, get in here. Just get in here. Okay. Hey, are you going through our stuff? What are you, what's going on in here? Do you want me to take care of you? (laughs) Whose bag did you find the med kits in? uh, Mine. I have three first aid kits. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. forces you down into a chair kind of aggressively and takes out one of the med kits and begins to use it. Very skilled. She definitely has used one of these magical med kits before. And by the end of it, she has used two of them and has completely healed you of all of your... I'm sorry. (laughs) Alice? (laughs) Alice? I can't believe that you would take... 
How many antibiotics did she use? She didn't use any of your antibiotics. Okay. I, I want. I just want you to know that when they come back. And she sees that her med kits are gone. I'm going to get blamed now. Yes, you will. And I I don't want grandma to yell at me. <laughs> you know what? I didn't want you to die. Mm. I never just realized I never counted how many med kits I had, so I'm rolling a die. <laughs> um, I had two. Hold on, give me a second. I was going to say something, but then I forgot. Okay. Don't I know, and then just <laughs> tiny wheezing in the background when Alice is like very earnestly, I didn't want you to die. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> okay. All right. I am. Um, yeah. Thank you. I guess. You're welcome. Shit. She sits down and picks up one of the bottles that, from the mini bar and just takes a really long gulp. As you go to sit down in the chair next to her, you feel like you don't sit down in the chair. You kind of fall like there's no chair oh. there. And you realize that you aren't really in control of your body. And collect lets a small giggle into your brain now. Just like... <laughs> Town. It's and still in the room. What are you talking about? It has to be on a wall. Why does it have to be on a Because it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's voice from beyond comes into your memory. It has to be on a wall. It's a macrame turtle. <laughs> it's not a macrame rug. That'd be so much easier. <laughs> and the, uh, the lock to the door clicks shut as we switch over to Clara. E. <laughs> Eerie. So, yeah, you currently have a gun pointed at you uh, from across the table. Okay. I'm sat down now, right? Uh, I don't know. Did we? Did you sit down before we changed? I mean, he, he said, he said like, you, had you, to. you need to sit down. Yeah, so, you need yeah, to sit down. I'll, so yeah, if you want, I have sat down, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so you are currently sitting down at the table. Julius has set the gun down and is kind of looking at you. They have two dice in their hand, and they're kind of rolling them in between their fingers. Now why, oh why, couldn't you just sit down and uh, play a nice game with me? Why'd you have to go and make things difficult? Julius, I'm in the middle of something. I just got out of fighting a thing that could stab with its arms and got melted by sound. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm sure you fucking did. Look, man, I, all I wanted to know was what y'all were doing on the train and maybe ask you a question about John since I ain't heard from him in a while and now we got problems with the people I'm running with. Well, so Why see, is this a big... We haven't heard from him in a while either. Well, no, but he's the, I mean, he's the leader. He's my dad. Yet, like, I mean... Where have you, you've been in Night, Night, Night City. Night City, I've been playing <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> y'all were in Night Hollow. Right? Like, surely you were there for a reason? Well, you know, you've been gone for quite some time, and things have been changing. You know, we actually haven't haven't seen you in quite some time either. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the point. I left. Well, I mean, you dropped off of the face of the earth about three and a half months ago. Oh, right. <laughs> I think that, is this the first time we're realizing how long it's been? No. No, we well, this is a very, out. this yeah. is like a very grounding situation, though. Like, we know how long it's been, but like, 
Oh was, yeah, you found out like we two days vanished ago. for yeah. several months. Yeah, the repercussions the repercussions of vanishing for several months is starting to to catch up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't like part of the gang anyway, so what's it matter to you? So you Ooh. see him uh, <laughs> take the dice that was in his hand, and he stashes them in his shirt pocket, and he produces a deck of cards and says. If I remember correctly, blackjack was your game. I'm not here to gamble, and Julius. And he starts dealing out cards. All right. What What is it that you want from me? Why am I being held here, Julius? I just I just want to play a little game. And then uh, we fade from that scene back into the infirmary. Okay. Uh, uh, Clara's <laughs> part is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Everybody's like, no, Santa Clara! Santa Clara! Back at the infirmary, Tiffany just slammed a curtain shut on her previous patient and said, next patient! And walked over (laughs) to the other person on the right side of the cart who is not doing that well. Pull up the chart. This person has what could only be described as magical burns on their body. Mm. You're not really sure where they got him. Neither is the report. Nobody's really been able to ask this guy what happened to him, but he's he's not doing so good. You've already rolled successfully to heal him, but we right. are once again going to need a distraction and a act, act under pressure. pressure. That's what it is. Cool. We are going to need a distraction and an act under pressure for these. Yeah. If you want to do this discreetly. Okay. So far, you have not been discreet to anybody right. in the infirmary, but nobody's noticed. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I'm freaking out. And I'll go to Tiffany again. And I'll be like, okay, so I forgot how well this works sometimes. I just really need people not to know it's me. What do we need to do to make sure they know it's not me? Well, I turn around behind me. And if is there a curtain for this guy in particular? After yeah, I, there's after a I curtain around each bed. Okay, I'll just pull the curtain. Like, actually, you know what? What I do instead, I go to the two people next to him that are closer to the other doctors, and I pull both their curtains so that way those two will be checked first, and then I just pull his, like, halfway. Okay. And I go up to him, and I look at his chart. What's his name? His name is James Jones. James Jones. (laughs) James Jones. (laughs) And is he just, like, sitting up in bed and everything? He is knocked out. He's unconscious. Okay. What was his name again? James Jones. Okay. Then I I take a look at him and I see that like I wave my hand in front of his face a little bit just to make sure that he's like dead that he's like asleep and knocked out. Dead asleep. Not dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at Azing and I say, Okay, so he's knocked out. If you want me to, I can go ask one of the other nurses or stuff. I'll go take a look at them and make sure that they're, like, busy. Okay. So what ins- what I'm going to go do is I'm going to look at, and I'm going to take a look at uh, what the other nurses and uh, doctors and stuff are doing, if they're looking this way or anything. As you look through the curtains, you see that a couple of doctors have just arrived into the infirmary cart. It looks like they're uh, fresh meat, ready to take on the next shift. And... You see them grab a couple of clipboards and they start walking around. And they're walking directly towards the side of the infirmary cart that you're on. Okay. I guess. So I, I look, I peek back around the curtain. I say, if you're going to do it, do it now. I'm going to go distract now. Okay. 
then I guess I'm gonna go walk up to like the first doctor like I'm sure that a couple of them are probably stopping at beds to actually like read the charts as they go it's just two of them and they're walking to the far side of the cart to kind of work their way back so they haven't stopped anywhere yet okay they're talking to each other kind of hear him he's like god can you believe that I know it's crazy I can't I really just wanted to ride on the cart today I didn't want to have to come in and work okay so then I'm gonna go walk up to I'm gonna walk up to the both of them and I'm going to say and I'm gonna say um excuse me so I'm one of the people that handled actually the uh, issue over there and I show them my badge and stuff just cause at this point and I was wondering if anyone any one of you guys possibly has like a clipboard or a notepad or something I need to write in an account and then also if uh, and then a separate copy of that so I can put it into my uh, file accounts and I can't seem to find like a notepad or anything anywhere like there's clipboards abound but like nothing I can write on all right so go ahead and roll your act under pressure and go ahead and roll your help out Adrian okay like I'm standing right in their way Guy's unconscious, so you're really just hiding it from anyone who might pass by. You're hiding it from the person next to him. And they're like, one side's covered up with a curtain, the other side's not. We have one, uh, uh, inspiration. You already succeeded at at healing him. I did. I'm I'm using, um, a luck point. What? Let's go! You want to know how... Hold on. Yeah, Act- it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Would the help, out, the help out make it a success? It's not. Would the help out make it a success? I'm, just, no? okay. I'm distracting I rolled snake eyes. What do you think I rolled? <laughs> well, I mean, so just let it ride then. So Take I, experience down. I meant to say before I rolled that Aisley was going to just go back into, like, I psyched myself up and I was like, okay, well, if they know, you know what to do. Just take over the mind, tell them it wasn't you, and move on. To prepare to do the mental dominion thing that I can do. Oh. Well, so you both fail. Go ahead and both mark experience for it. Yeah, okay. And as you heal this man of his magical burns, you kind of have a little bit of trouble with it and you have find yourself having to put more energy into it than you expected. Mm. And you are able to heal this man of his burns, but in the process, you create a really bright light. Oh. And everybody in the infirmary notices it. The doctors push past you, Tiffany, as they see the bright light and they're trying to figure out what's going on. They rip open the curtains and they see this man is pretty much healed and you're standing next to him with your hands over him. Yeah. Fuck. Uh. I run. (laughs) I've got an idea. Uh. (laughs) I'm gonna say holy fuck did it happen here too? And then I run over the curtain and I say I've only ever seen this like twice. This like never fucking happens. What? What? What, what are you talking you about? You never. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so sometimes I've seen this thing where like a bunch of members of my family sometimes magical burns since they're magic in nature. Sometimes they'll just fucking heal. I don't. It's happened like once to like my to like my uncle Larry or like no it was no it was Lenny. It happened to once to Lenny and then like years and years ago to P, to PJ. But it's happened twice before and apparently they've said it's happened a few other times for them. But like, I don't know, magic's fucking weird. 
Roll plus charm. <laughs> this is all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Just made that up on the spot. Oh. You guys have a DM inspiration. Oh, is it worth it? Oh, wait, really who dead. has the minus one forward? Me. That was me. Okay. Oh, so it's a five. No. Yeah. I've already had two failing rolls, uh, so maybe the snake guys was the failing roll. Okay, yeah, that's That would have right. been a one. Guys, is it worth it to use the DM inspiration? <laughs> Will it make your help out work? To be honest, or I think no, it'd no, be sorry. funny if it failed. Will it make your manipulate someone? trying to someone? charm. Yeah. Yeah, you're charming somebody. I am charming somebody. You gotta, yes, so it would how, make it a mixed success. How many doctors are here seeing this? Two. Two right now. Okay, if you charm one and I can dominate the other. Oh. <laughs> Mental dominion. I mean, you don't, also don't necessarily know if you have to do this. Yeah. I mean, is it you know, the worst thing? You know, this is true. I'm, if- I'm going to let this go because I'd rather them look at the weird 12-year-old and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's and be exactly more, what happens. And be more distracted by, what the fuck are you talking about, than this. They right. look down at you and they're just like, what? Are, that was clearly magic healing. You. No, I know. <laughs> you've never seen this before. And I'm just going to keep rambling. It's yeah. like, you know, the, the, like Len, it happened to Lenny. This almost, ha- almost happened to Charlie Ray Jepsen. <laughs> you, it it you almost know. did because that dog almost got Thank burned up in a grill so fire. Much. You know, it really just take a lot of pressure off of us. If there's anything else you could do to help, you know, that'd be great. Um, and they just turn and start going to check on patients. <laughs> and I, this whole time, Aisling's just been frozen in fear. It's <laughs> like still, outstretched. Yeah. Over. <laughs> and still, like, even just see that, I'm like, thank you so much. So it's still frozen in fear. And I walk up to you and I grab a jello cup and I, and I stick it into one of your hands and I say, hey, nice job. <laughs> So we flash back over to Shalev and Alice. At the moment, Shalev is floating about three feet off of the ground and glowing purple. Ah. The ah. door is locked magically, and Alice is flipping the fuck out. She is at the door, yanking on the door, trying to get out, screaming, like, what is going on? What's going on? Oh my god! Am I able to... I'm assuming I'm not able to communicate. You're not able to communicate currently. You aren't experiencing any of this. You are currently having flashback. As we delve into Shlev's mind, we see Shlev laid out on a table and everything's a mirror image of lab four and you're watching from a third person perspective and you see yourself laid on the table that's uncomfy some people walk in and they have an unconscious small body in their arms and you recognize it as tiffany they take them uh to the table across from you and lay them down and try to restrain them you see your body wake up and you see a purple aura around yourself as your eyes and mouth are glowing and you see your body raise up in the air breaking your restraints and you crush the machine that you were hooked up on with your telekinetic powers people start freaking out guards rush in with guns and as you're subdued the image kind of fades back to a black and you're just floating in an ethereal place and uh, we go back over to Clara. 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 <laughs> T. Julius has just finished dealing out 
cards for the game blackjack and any person who doesn't know that is it is a game where you get one card face down one card face up and you are attempting to get to 21. Uh, whenever you were dealt your cards you were dealt a 10 face down and a jack face up which is a 20. Okay. Really strong hand. Yeah. Julius looks over at you and says well you do know that you have to place a bet Ansi's 50 gold and they toss in 50 gold coins and everybody in the table uh, does something equivalent whether it be a banknote, some silver coins or whatever they happen to put up they put the equivalent of 50 gold in the, in the pot uh, okay um, man, fucking expensive around these parts, damn, fine I'm gonna throw 50 into the pot he looks at you and says so you tell me that you've been gone for quite some time you know, John's been gone about the same amount of time, so why don't you tell me where you've been? I don't reckon that's any of your business. Uh, I've been missing, same as the, the people I'm, I'm here with, and uh, we're trying to figure that out as well. And, um, well, let's just say that John has something to do with it. You hear uh, clinks of gold as people are uh, throwing in their beds. Uh, it gets back around to you, and the increase of the pot has been, uh, like, 20 gold. Do you call it? Um, yes. All 20. Right. Yeah. As they're going back around, uh, they're asking for more cards, or deciding to keep their hand. Two of the six people that you're playing cards with bust or fold. Uh, they're, they're not in the game anymore. And, uh, there is a pot of six times 70. 420. Nice. Yes. There's a pot of 420 gold in the center of the table. Julius looks at you and says, Well, that's not really a good enough answer, I don't think. What's your hand? You're not going to ask me if I want to hit or stay? Well, do you want to hit? No. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I thought I, 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 mean, I was joking. I no, you're right, though. You're right, though. <laughs> Well, what's your hand? Uh, I flip over the face down card and I say, 20. And uh, a couple of people go, fuck, shit, shit, as they're all throwing down their cards. <laughs> and uh, roll plus sharp as you flip over your hand. Five, six, eight plus sharp, nine. So you're watching as Julius flips over his hand and he says, oh, so close, but not quite good enough. And as he flips the card over, you see that it is swapped out from a card that's underneath his sleeve really, really quickly. And the only reason you notice it is because you've seen him do it before. Julius, how many times do I have to go through this with you? Why, why play dirty? What's the point? I'm always gonna see it. You're not slick. You're not as big as you think you are. You're kind of a little shit, and I'm kind of sick of this. So if you tell me what you need, maybe I'll let you walk away with your hand unbroken. But otherwise, what the fuck's going on? You hear a click as a gun is pressed up to the back of your head. Because those two guys, they never left. You better not uh, talk to a boss like that. The boss? <laughs> That's right. I told you there's been some changes. 
And then we fade away from that scene back into the infirmary. And uh, you guys are just kind of standing there looking a little dumbfounded, I'm assuming, Aisling. Do I look dumbfounded? Yeah. <laughs> this is just still frozen in fear. <laughs> As the doctors wander off. Uh, Did you take my jello cup that I offered you? Yeah, it's still just like there in my hand, I guess. Cause, like you'd have to n- turn it. It was just <laughs> I physically turned your hand and just set it in your palm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take a moment, breathe in, and then, like, I make a fist around the cello cup, <laughs> crunching it. Does it spill onto the guy who's you're currently with your hands over? Do you have jello on him? <laughs> I looked down and I said, You got, you got jello on. I, what's his name? James. Dean Jones? James. You got You got fucking jello on Dean Martin. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and I look around for just like, I pick up the end of the curtain and I just like lightly dab at it and I'm like, ah, it's gonna fucking stain, whatever. Tiffany, <laughs> like I kind of grab your arm. I'm like, I'm not. I... They're gonna know. I and I, I set my hand on your on your hand that's like currently gripping my arm. And I say, "Listen. Then what we can do is we can get out of this infirmary cart, and we don't have to come back towards this end of the train. We saw those drunk women in that horrible little messy cart. We can put you in enough makeup to make you unrecognizable to whatever mom you had 600 years ago." <laughs> We can make you look so stupid that no one will recognize you. (laughs) But come on, if that's what you're worried about, the longer we stick around here standing like a statue in like a topiary maze, you're gonna get noticed. Let's get out of here. (laughs) A topiary maze? Yes. Yes, statue in a topiary maze is the one thing that's not green. Okay. All right. That was the so eye roll. good. That was so fucking good. <laughs> that eye roll was fucking audible. Um, and I start pulling you this way. Yeah, yeah. And I shove some jello into your pockets. <laughs> and then I start pulling you out of the room. Yes. As she's shoving jello in your pockets, one of the doors to the infirmary cart burst open. And you see uh, two larger men in blue uniforms holding back a lady who is going absolutely ballistic. She starts screaming, why just, why won't you turn around trying to stop the train? I just, I can't believe you would just keep going. He, he died. He fell off and he died. And I say, oh my God. I start, I start (laughs) walking that away. It's the door out the train. It's the door to the next cart. I don't know. It's just, I hear a loud noise and I start going towards it. He's like, how what are you doing? Yeah, I'll follow. All right, so are you, like, being pulled or, uh, because I know that she kind of started to pull you in the direction. I was pulled until I heard somebody else in distress, and it's enough to just kind of snap me out of it a little bit. Distress that perhaps implicates us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you get closer to the lady, you see that she is really putting up a fight. Like, there are gashes on these guards' face where she has used her nails to claw at them, trying to get away. She is very hysterical. 
uh, as you get closer to her, you see that she manages to knock one of the guards down by kicking them in the knee, and she falls into a cart of medical supplies, coming up with a scalpel, and she stabs the guard in the neck that's still holding her. Okay. Uh, is she, like, on the ground in front of me? Uh, she's standing. She's standing. Is her back to me or the front to me? Uh, her back is to you. Okay. I grab a blanket off of any bed or any curtain, and I just throw it over her. And I just, and then I just lock on and I'm just like, this is not, and I just start like, just, yeah, I just throw the blanket over her and I just try to get her on the ground, I guess. And just be like, do you really think this is helping? Do you really honestly think this is helping? Roll plus tough. Roll plus tough? Yeah. Okay. Get strong armed by a little girl. Ah, fuck. Hey, yo, chill. That is a seven. Seven. It's a mixed success, correct? Yeah. You throw the blanket over, uh, trying to restrain her, and as you kind of cover her head with it, she whips around with the scalpel in hand, and slices your arm open, dealing one harm to you. That's fine. Okay. Um, what does she? What does she do? She's not restrained, uh, but she is blinded. She's got the uh, blanket over her head. You did not successfully get it over her arms. Okay. Aisling, what are you doing? Okay. I want to do. <sighs> I want to assess what's more, what's worse, the bleeding out guard or the scalpel in the hand. <laughs> That's going to be a, you know, up to you to decide which one you think is more important. Uh, they're both pretty dire. You've got a man who just got stabbed in the neck, and you've got a woman who just stabbed a man in the neck. Those are two equally, <laughs> equally bad things. He's bleeding out of the neck, too. Yeah, she stabbed him in the neck. I'm not hungry, am I? You're a little hungry, but you're not, like, ravenous. Um, yeah, Aisling will start holding my breath. <laughs> and I will try to wrestle the scalpel out of uh, the lady's hand. I'm going to have you roll plus tough. This is kick some ass because I can do weird. <laughs> so, I mean, are you trying to harm her? No. I mean, what you're doing is really stopping any further harm from her as she flails, so right. you're technically protecting me. Is the closest standing person, which it would still be. protect someone? Protect someone protect is still tough. Protect someone, if you like. Is that tough? Yeah. Tough. I'm not good at tough, but you I wanna, will try. You want to manipulate her? I can't, because I need to be able to look in her eye. Oh, okay. And there's a blanket over her head. Okay. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll get there eventually. Alright. Seven. Seven? You reach forward and you try to grab the scalpel out of her hand, mm-hmm. and as you do, she brings it down on you unintentionally. Uh, she's just kind of flailing her arms around, and it lands in your shoulder, and it does do too harm to you. Uh, but it's no longer in her hands because it is in your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Does the two armor get through? Does the two it arm gets through get your through your armor? All uh, armor? Yeah, she Both? she missed completely your. Uh, I guess you would take one less because of your immortal, but she completely dodged your body armor. Okay. And got you right in the shoulder meat. Oh, okay. I know what I'm gonna do. Okay, what you doing? So you said the blanket was like on her head, so she's like kind of blinded a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's flailing around a good bit. Okay, then I just I grab the lower end of the blanket, and I just. Well, I guess while pulling it down from her head, I just push it around her arms. 
and I pretty much just like trap her arms to her sides by like hugging her, but the blanket's over the rest of her, but she can see now. She can see now, so she's no longer blinded, but like the blanket's covering most of her. Real plus tough. That is a nine. It's a nine. You grab the blanket and you take it off of her eyes, unblinding her, and you manage to wrap it around her arms. As you're doing this, she flails her body around, bringing both of you down to the ground, and she's on top of you, but you are restraining her. Okay. I then I, I just flip us over. So now she's just on the ground just looking up at me. I guess if she's still flailing, that's fine, but I've just... I've got her pinned to the ground, and I'm just like... And I just shake her, and I go, Look! Stop! Okay. What are you doing, Aisley? Uh, I hiss from the scalpel in my shoulder. I leave it there, though, and I'm going to try to grab her by her hair and force her to look at me and say, I need you to tell me calmly why you are upset. Please. Okay, are you making a roll or anything? I'm doing the dominate. Okay, and uh, how does that work? So, mental dominion. When you gaze into a normal human's eyes and exert your will over them, roll plus charm. On a 10, hold 3. On a 7 and 9, hold 1. You may spend your hold to give them an order. Regular people will follow your order, whatever it is. Hunters may choose whether they do it or not. If they do, they mark experience. Go ahead. Cool. Plus charm. 11. 11. 9 plus yeah, 2. Yeah, you got a good charm. Yeah. Alright, so that means you get to hold 3? Hold 3. All so, right. I get to ask, I get to tell them to do 3 things, and I just told her to do 1. Which was tell her what, tell you Ta- what. Tell me calmly why you are so upset. Alright, uh, and uh, you see her start to calm down, taking deep breaths, and she looks at you and says, My husband fell off the tree. They won't stop. They won't let you go back. What do you think you'll gain from going back? My husband's body? So you're, she's still looking at you, right? Yeah. I guess she's just like calm. She's just like kind of physically lying there. Yeah. Like I lean down and I'm probably like kneeling over her. You have her restrained. Okay. Okay, so if you got mental dominion on her right now, then I'm just going to put my hands on the side of her head, and I and I just say, I lost one of my cousins on a job, and it was my bad. I'm the one who didn't find the nest. I'm the one who didn't scout the location properly. We couldn't get in there. We couldn't get her out. But frankly... I can tell you this right now in the same way where as much as I might have wanted to go back there and get her out of there he's not going to want you to see what he's like now he's going to want you to remember him as he was because let me tell you whether it's because he's been eaten by a pack of rats or he's fallen off a train death is not pretty it's not what's pretty and ugly is the life that you had with him Stopping now, it's gonna hurt more. So just calm down. It's 12 year old. 
see you have one, you have one more of your uh, hold. You get the inspiration, by the way. <laughs> I was like, you better give it to her. <laughs> it's amazing. I think she needs. I think she needs a rest. Yeah. You got any juice left in you? Um, she needs a nap. Take the time you need to grieve this loss. But rest now. You see her relax a good bit, but she's still very awake and very visibly upset. Yeah. But she's she, she she's relaxed. Damn, that mental dominion didn't just <coughs> knock her out. Nope. <laughs> she didn't specifically say go to sleep. That's fair. It's a rest. Yeah. So like your body goes. Not different. Hey, is the is the other guard that was wrestling her like up now? No, uh, the doctors are around him, kind of trying to help him out. Okay. I'm going to, I guess, as I'm still just kind of holding her head, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to stage whisper. We have a very calm person here right now, and I would love if someone who is licensed could take this over. Because I'm licensed, but not for people. <laughs> I reach over and I pull the scalpel out of my arm, wincing, and I'm going to try to heal myself. Okay. No, no, stop that. We, we're literally in a room full of doctors. You were the two afraid about being caught. Stop it. Fuck it. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to look at you like, fuck this shit. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Um, so how does that work three. for your healing? Do you just heal one? Heal one harm with magic. Hey. No glitch, right? Right. Yeah, so you just kind of glow a little bit and you heal one harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're back up to full health. The two new doctors who had come in for their shift seemed to get the guard uh, stabilized pretty quickly. The lady that stabbed him is still just kind of laying on the ground, yeah. wrapped up in a blanket. Cool. <laughs> well, I need a doctor again, but I really don't want to be in here anymore. Aisling's annoyed. <laughs> I walk out of the cart. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves. I got this handled. I reach into my pocket and I eat a jello. As I leave this cart, I step over the woman and I leave the cart. Tiffany did ask for an attendant to come, like, attend to her. Yeah. 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 No, he's just annoyed at the situation now. (laughs) (laughs) That, like, it had to, like, be handled and then she has to involve herself in it. It's just like... (sighs) Tiffany, you step over this uh, lady and start to walk towards the exit. Uh, Aisling, you see that Tiffany is leaving yeah. as we pan back over to Shalev. Ah, oh, sick. Uh, Shalev, back to my mental breakdown. Yeah, I'm gonna have you roll a uh, percentile die for me. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. This scene is frightening. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Which one comes first? The, the double uh, digit? The double digit. So I rolled a five. Oh no! <laughs> 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 How? How do you? We need to get you different percentage die. There are I take different ones every time. There are one hundred numbers in the bag. You got five. So you. <laughs> there are one hundred numbers. So we pan back over to Shalev, and you are still floating in the middle of the room. All of the items that are in the room are beginning to swirl in a circle Great. around you. Great. Your eyes are glowing purple and your mouth is glowing purple and Alice is 
terrified. She's given up on the door and has gone over to the window and is clawing at the window, trying to get no, it to come open. No. <laughs> Kalek moves your head slowly and looks over at Alice and says, <laughs> Don't worry, this show will be over soon. <laughs> and then we flash into a, another flashback. As you once again are watching your body from a third person point of view perspective, you're in what you recognize to be lab four and you see Aisling is in the lab as well, but she's not restrained. She's standing and she's glowing and she looks a little bit bigger and buffer than what you really remember her looking like. And laying in front of her is the corpse of Jean LaGrange, your father. The flashback goes away and you once again are floating in a black ethereal space. You kind of know what's going on around your body, but you can't see it. Click. this is really fucking stupid. Where the fuck are you? What do you mean stupid? I'm trying to give you information that you forgot. I d- I need more context for these things you're showing me. I can only show you what you're willing to see. What does that mean? I want to see it all. Collect. And then we flash back over to Clara. <laughs> what a little... What a, what a dick. <laughs> what do you mean things have changed? <laughs> well, I'm in charge now. And honestly, I don't really like that you come on to my train and try to question me about what I'm doing here. After you've been gone for nary on four months. Now, I need y'all behind me to listen very closely and just follow the sound of my voice while I talk. And Julius, feel free to, to listen if, if that's, you know, if you're so inclined. But there's no need for all this commotion, all right? You and I are on speaking terms. I'm not here to fight you. I already told you that. Now, I'm just trying to pass on through, and I get the gist of what's going on right now, and that's okay. But I just need everyone to, you know, simmer down and calm down and maybe remove the guns from, from my back, and, and we'll be all good. If that's all right with y'all, if you could just follow the soothing sound of my voice, we can all come to an understanding. You trying to do the... Uh, yeah, the soothe. So it's not going to work the way it worked on the mob. Well, it's, I mean, it's just anytime someone can hear my voice, I'm supposed to calm them down, but they're not freaked out. I thought it was one person at a time, though, right? When you talk to someone in a quiet voice for a few seconds, you can calm them down, blocking any panic, anger, or other emotions they have. This works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present, as long as your voice can be heard. Okay, well, um, I rolled a percentile die. Yeah. And so your calming voice does affect the two gentlemen behind you, and you feel a moment where their guns are not firmly pressed against your back. Okay. I'm really not trying to cause a scene. <laughs> um, You're doing great. I, I'm going to... So I'm... Hear me out, right? Just let me make sure I understand this correctly. I'm sitting in a chair behind me on either side, sort of diagonally, two guns pointed. Okay, cool. Uh, and they lax a little bit. I'm going to try to jump directly backwards, knock the chair below me, and just, like, be away from them. 
and I'm gonna shout, or I don't know, I guess, do I roll to see if that works out? I, I don't know, I want to jump away from them before I continue, like, what my What do you dialogue. mean by jump away from them, like? Away from the table, backwards, because uh, Julius's gun is on the table, um, and they relaxed their, their position for a minute, so I just want to jump, like, through them. You can push, the, ta- you can push the chair backwards, um, but you're not gonna be able to push the chair backwards and jump backwards at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, like jump over the, the chair. Just because the way that physics works. Okay, okay. You can push the chair back and uh, Just really hard, yeah, and then stand up and, like, try to knock it down beneath me. So roll, uh, act under pressure. Okay. That's a cool skill. That is a ten. Ten plus one. Eleven? Yeah. So you kick the chair behind you and you hear two guns clatter to the ground as they had began to loosen their grip on the gun and they weren't prepared. Julius quickly picks his gun up and points it at you and says, Now, do we really, really want to cause a scene? I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I've been trying to tell you that I don't want any trouble. I get what's going on here now, but I'm not part of your little thing, all right? I got problems with John, too. Now, y'all let me leave and do what I originally came to pass through here, and we can go our separate ways. We don't have to have a whole shootout. Did you kill him? I didn't... I haven't fucking seen him in ten years. No, I didn't kill him. I know for a fact that you was here with him on the train about three and a half months ago when he disappeared. I don't remember what happened that night. I was drugged, and I passed out, and I was kidnapped. And so were the three other people that I'm here with, and I... I shouldn't be fucking telling you this. I don't owe you this... this information. We know he's got something to do with it. He kidnapped some people that he shouldn't have. Let me go! What's your problem? He looks at you, and you can see understanding and belief in his eyes. He sees that you're telling the truth. He looks over around at his guys, and he kind of waves his hand, and you see him get a little less tense. He points his gun at you and says, I better not see you on my train again. Since when do we fucking own the train? And I'm walking away now. (laughs) Out of the bar cart into the dining cart next. Uh, By the way, I rolled a uh, uh, percentile die to see if he believed you. Yeah. Uh, And he he rolled a 99. Oh, my God. Thanks, because I told the truth. (laughs) Damn. As you're walking away from them, you notice that there are a lot of eyes on you that are trying to not be on you. There's people all over the train cart that have been watching you the entire time that you were at that table. Yeah. As you leave the bar cart and you're standing in the space in between, you kind of get chills almost, you know? Like you... Yeah, yeah. Had a run-in with a lot more people than I could handle on my own. Yeah, you know that you almost died just now. And that you got away by the skin of your teeth fucking family as you step outside we fade back over to the infirmary car and tiffany you just stepped over the lady that was wrapped up in a blanket and are walking towards the exit are you walking towards the front of the train yeah i'm heading back towards my room uh so you make it to the front of the train car uh, and you're getting ready to leave as you're opening the door from the back you hear a small explosion whip around quickly to see magic oh. in the air. Oh, God, what now? The nope. lady 
that you just wrapped up in a towel and walked away from is standing. And three nurses were on the ground, just kind of laying on the ground away from her. She begins to book it towards the back door. Okay. I guess I just run after her. The woman that we calmed down is now running? Yeah. Yeah. Are, weren't she you exploded like. exploded in magic. You were like right next to her. Yeah. Weren't you in between essentially her and I guess now the area of the train she's trying to get to? Sure. Well, I mean, you were walking with Tiffany, if I understand correctly. I think you said that I was just watching her walk. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were walking with her. I thought that she started to leave and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to follow, but then it, I think. Scene changed. The scene shifted. Yeah, yeah. so I, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I was under the assumption that you were walking with her. Okay. So okay. Uh, as you guys are walking away from this situation, trying to go on to do something else besides being the infirmary car. Yeah. There's a magical explosion behind you and as you whip around you see that the lady you just calmed down is standing and three nurses are laying on the ground around her kind of dazed they don't really really look very injured and she notices you see her and starts to dash towards the back of the cart opposite of where you are okay Okay, let me read all the magic stuff I can do. Okay, I have, I have a... Okay, you do that. I've got something I might to do. I'm going to start running after her, and I'm going to try something a little different that Tiffany hates doing, but is really fucking mad now that she's just been stopped from leaving this car. Tiffany's going to try to do some magic. Okay. And because I know, I know that one of the things you can do for magic is bar a place from a person... But really what I want to do is I'm just going to have her, if she hits that doorway, she can't fucking leave this train. Does your character have the ability to use magic? I'm sorry, I'm like... Everybody I'm, does. Everybody can use magic? Yeah, it's just... In, th- in theory. Yeah. It's up to your role. Okay. Because you have a, a weird stat. Yeah, okay. everyone's got a weird stat, and like I've probably got some experience doing something. It's just not something I... I imagine it's something that like some people are naturally better at, but like you can like teach yourself and etc. Okay. Or riding a bike. So you're you start to run towards her and you begin to use magic. How are you going to use magic? Well, the way Tiffany does it is that she is just going to, I guess, just dead stop and then just shut her eyes tight and just like squeeze her (laughs) fists together and just start thinking, can't get out of this box, can't get out of this box. You're stuck in this fucking box with me. And you're trying to bar a specific person. She's, she cannot get out of this car. Yeah. That's what I'm making. She can't get out of this car. Bar a place she, or portal it, to a specific person. Be it window, person. yeah, be it window or door or vent. She cannot leave this car. She's doing it by taking temper tantrum stance too. <laughs> <laughs> that is a seven. It's a seven. Yeah. So there's a glitch. Which one are you doing? Hmm. I think. The most narratively interesting thing is that it has a problematic side effect. She can never leave this car. (laughs) (laughs) Permanently stuck. (laughs) Which, like, I'm fine combining it with, uh, like, it draws immediate unwelcome attention. As long as, like, the problematic side effect is that this woman is now knocked out the fuck cold. Which is not really what I wanted. I just didn't want her to leave this train. That All doesn't I really th- seem like a problematic so side effect. You gotta focus- say. So, it doesn't, no, but... Uh, you concentrate really, really hard, and you start to kind of throw a temper tantrum, and you say, you cannot leave this box, you cannot leave this box. And you kind of feel something happen. And what the problematic side effect is, is that 
you're right. She can't leave this train. Does not mean that she cannot leave this train car. <sighs> she throws open the door and begins to run out. Okay. And I open my eyes and I go, oh, that didn't, that didn't work how I wanted. And I just keep running after her. Yeah. Aisling? We're going to run after her. And Aisling's decided to kick some ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will tackle her, and I will probably use some natural attacks on her to get her to calm the fuck down now. All right, so roll to kick some ass. Add my weird. Eight. Eight? Yeah. You run across the cart, and you manage to tackle her. And as you knock her to the ground, she's throwing punches at you as well, and she knocks you really hard in the face, dealing one harm to you, but it doesn't matter because of your immortal. Okay. Uh, and you deal one harm to her as well. Uh, and she screams, Just let me go! I just want to die! And she's pushing you off of her, and she manages to get you off of her and starts to run towards the uh, door of the car still. Mm. What car comes after the infirmary? After the infirmary is... that's the end of what we've described so far. Isn't it? Another bar cart? If she's going back... No, there was a there was a bar cart before the infirmary. Yeah, the bar right. cart's informed. Uh, oh, she's going even beyond. She's going, yeah, she's going the other direction. You guys don't know yet. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. You guys I, asked, that way. I asked like you were just gonna tell me. <laughs> but I guess theoretically, if she wants to die, she just needs to go to the next cart. She just needs to get to the gap in between the carts and throw herself. She the still fuck can't off. leave the train though. That would be leaving. Well, the train. she doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so it's just like when you saved uh, Aisling, when you saved all those people from falling off, she's just gonna try to jump off and there will be like a magical barrier sure. keeping her from leaving. We sure. don't know yet. We'll find out. I guess I run out of the cart and see where the fuck is she? Yeah, I wanna keep You guys both walk out the door her. and you see that she has jumped from the train and as predicted, she is just kind of hanging there in space, flailing her arms and sobbing, just screaming, I just want to die! I just want to die! And we fade out of the scene. Damn. Jesus Christ. Back into the room with Shalev. Shalev, can I get you to roll another percentile? Thanks for going me? splendid over here. Thank you very much. <laughs> 45. So the room is currently filled with flying objects. A couple of them smack Alice in the head. She is really trying to get this window open and it's still not opening. She's scrambling with the window trying to get it open and she's just not able to. You see her frustrated reach out and throws a blast of magic at the window shattering it. And she climbs onto the window and looks back at you and just jumps out. Like of the of the train? Of the train, She's gone. Do you blame her? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I want to just run into the bathroom, but okay, you do yeah, you, girl. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Doors were locked. To the bathroom? To everywhere. Oh, okay. As you are floating in this black ethereal space, collects over at you and you are able to see kind of what Collect looks like. And he's just a floating black and purple figure in a robe. And where his face should be is a purple digital blur. What color is the robe? The robe is uh, black with like a purple glowing to it. Sick, sick fade. Sick, sick, sick vibes. That's not actually what she says. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are we done here? I, oh, well, I think I've just got one more thing to show you. Jesus Christ. And the world kind of spins around you, and you find yourself back in Lab 4 again. But you're standing. You, you are inside of your body, looking around. You look down at your hands, and they are covered in blood. And you see three bodies that you don't recognize in front of you, just completely mauled. And the scene flashes back, and you're floating in this black ethereal space with Kalek, and he says, <laughs> Well, have fun figuring all that out. And you feel yourself drop back into your body as you fall to the ground, and everything in the room circling around you falls to the ground, too. You notice that the window is broken, and Alice is gone. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Alice? Hello? Alice? Did you... Clara? No, she didn't. You are walking down the residential cart now. You've gone without any incident at all, and you get up to the cart, and you jiggle the knob, door's locked. There's a sock on it. There's a sock on it. <laughs> what, what the fuck? I, are you kidding me? And I start knocking on the door really loudly. <laughs> hey, Shalev, uh, are you in there? Are you okay? This is like moments after you fall to the ground. Oh, fuck. I, um, uh, occupied? Yeah, no shit. Hey, I need to get Tiffany's notebook. Do you mind, um, making yourself decent and, uh, opening up for the other uh, of your three roommates? I look around and, like, don't see. Like, everything is obviously a mess. I'm like, I... Right. Look, just open the door. Make sure uh, you and your friend are covered and I'll get in what I need and get out. Like, come on. So just let me in. She like runs over there and unlocks the door, but, like, opens it just a little bit and... And like peeks out and it's like she's gone. So <laughs> Look, why are you <laughs> I want you to um temper yourself. And then she opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bags are already open because Alice was sifting through them looking for med kits. And then you had a vision which took everything that was in the bags and threw it all over the fucking place. I'll never find my goddamn turtle now. I swear if it went out the window, I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill Shalem. <laughs> did not go out the window. Yeah So Clara walks in and she looks around and she's just got her hands like <laughs> out and spread and a look of like disbelief and shock. And then she looks over at the bed and there's no one in it. And she looks back at <laughs> hey, at Shalev. There's blood. <laughs> and she looks back at Shalev and she's like <laughs> What happened in here? Did you uh, kill someone? No, 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 I don't. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. Please. Please. I, I remember the bartender. Yes. <laughs> so, Which one? The, the, Hopefully not Trevor. Not fucking Trevor. Oh, my God. No, Alice. I brought her back here, and it was everything was fine. It was normal. Everything was fine. Was, you were bleeding. I saw you. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And and yeah, she noticed the um, the blood. Um, and she and she made this whole deal about it. And then and I don't I don't know. I, a vision collect vision. Uh, Where's the turtle? Where's the tapestry thing? The fucking fuck the turtle. Put it back. Find it and put it back on the wall. And she just like starts. Yeah, like, that's an easy ask. Just like starts throwing things off the yeah. ground. Like you can find it pretty easily and get it back up on the wall. Neon green. 
You fucking. <laughs> it's like a neon sign. <laughs> Don't fucking take me off the wall. <laughs> it's like the sweet. It's like the fucking Samsung emoji turtle that swam the guy, and it's just in red text underneath him in needlepoints. Don't fucking move me. <laughs> what? Who broke the window? I. I probably Alice when she I guess jumped out of the train. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this and it keeps happening and I'm very scared. What keeps happening? uh, Collect the thing in my head. He keeps taking me away from me. No, that's not how I say that. Oh God, I'm losing my mind. Hey, okay. No, you're not. Sit down. Like, let's get the room kind of tidied up. I don't know whose shit is whose. I, fuck. We need the girls to come back. This is, uh, look, just, just sit down and tell me what happened. What did you see? What went on? Why is the room like this? Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know what happened while I was out, but I was having visions of us in the, of the the lab, uh, of the lab that I killed some people and there was Aisling and she was glowing and muscular and oh so just to clarify uh, she still doesn't have her memory does she know what Jean looks like yeah okay so she knew that that was whatever you saw him you knew who he was Clara I I saw uh, I guess our dad or yeah he's um yeah we knew that he was part of this he kidnapped Clara he's dead I saw it. I don't know why or how, but he was dead and he was in that lab that we broke out of. I... Well, good, I guess. Um, that's one less head we have to roll. Uh, Is that... I... Okay. What? So we flash back over to uh, <laughs> Aisling and Tiffany. I'm glad uh, these are you guys... adults are so mature emotionally. <laughs> uh, I loved how like, y'all were just yelling at each other. It was like pure sister vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, we flash back over to Tiffany and Aisling, and uh, you have managed to pull this suicidal woman back into the infirmary car. The nurses are kind of taking her seriously now and have actually gotten her restrained and are providing her with medical care. You know, they were really kind of distracted by, you know, by the people that she had stabbed the first time. Understandable. So, uh, you know, she's taken care of. Oh, so she's not just hanging in the air saying, I want to die, I want to die. You guys were were able to pull her back into the infirmary car. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what are the nurses and stuff doing? Is she like strapped down to the bed or She's something? She's strapped down. They are take. They've sedated her. They are um, providing her with medical care currently. Okay. I look at Aisling and I say, "Well, I mean, I was gonna tell her that if she was gonna try to kill herself again, don't do it when I'm here. Frankly, but you know what? Does I'm she tired. Have any personal things like on her? Uh, no. I was gonna, like, try to sift through her stuff and, like, find a photograph or whatever and be like, LIVE FOR THESE PEOPLE! 
she's unconscious she wouldn't hear you say that yep. no yeah she's but unconscious like, put it in her closed hand so when she wakes up she sees it she has nothing on her I grab your wrist and I say we can't do anything for her anymore hmm Frankly, I've been, we've been trapped in this goddamn infirmary cart for so long. I feel like I'm going to get a medical degree if I don't leave here soon. Okay. Let's get out of here. What is that way? <laughs> the way that she was running. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Do we need to know right now? We have so many hours left on this train ride. We can find out in, I look at my non-existent watch, whenever I wake up from the next, like, 20 minute nap I take <laughs> but I've been walking around this entire time without a gun and if I don't get my goddamn gun because Claire has taken so long that now <laughs> frankly I'm worried about what's going on with her well here <laughs> like you should have just said and I take the gun that's out of my pocket and I go ah sick thanks <laughs> why are we still giving this child guns uh, we gotta stop every time she asks <laughs> let's go back to the room and I just grab your arm and your various jello filled pockets and I just start leading you back to the you room you really only want me because I'm filled with jello well also because I know if you don't get out of here you're gonna perform a like Israel level miracle on this entire cart. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's funny. If I don't get you out of here, you're going to start getting water from stones. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. driving me insane. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys start heading back towards the residential cart. We do. And uh, we pass by, by the cart that they got stuck, that Clara got stopped at. Uh, yeah, you do. And uh, as you're walking out of that cart, you hear somebody say, God, I really wish that I could find my cane. Do you hear that? As the door is closing, you hear that. Yeah. All right. I mean, I was like almost holding it as I was walking through. I never, like, I didn't stop somewhere to stash it. I guess it's just in the folds of my poncho that is just the bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, okay. Your like poncho it's- has its limits. Just nobody really noticed that you had the cane. Okay. Alright. Do I know you have a cane right now? I tap it on the ground twice as the door closes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, bitch, I got your cane. <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I look at the cane and I go, we're only keeping that if it has like a cool secret hidden compartment. Absolutely. But we I gotta also check other shit for you to look at. Ah, shit. Let's take a look at that when we get back to the roof. Yeah. Where are the other two idiots? <laughs> Now we gotta make sure that they're not dead. Well, we're not dead. So you stroll onto the rest of the train and make it back to the residential cart. You get to your door and it's ajar, and you hear screaming, rummaging inside. Uh, <laughs> that's really all. You, you don't really hear any screaming. You hear occasional scoffs and just like what the hells. And I just can't. I can't believe you did that. Oh, I can't do Clara's voice. Okay, I want. I kick the door open with the gun from my hand, and I go. If someone's in my room that's not supposed to be here, I will shoot first and ask questions later. Get the fuck out! No, she jumped out the window. What? You just see that the room is askew. They have managed to pick up like fifty percent of the mess. Your notebook, you see, is, like, laying open uh, on the ground. Uh, you notice it immediately in the mess. Okay. Is it... I'm imagining that 
Is it an opening and closing door, or is it a sliding? Sliding door. Sliding. <laughs> just imagine that we're both just standing there and sliding, and you're just a ball of energy. I and can't then, open a sliding door. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just slowly slides, right? Yeah. I'm really both of us, and we take in this mess, and then, like, we step in, and he's leaning just, like, slowly turns around and slowly closes it again and then launches it. I just put a hand on a hip and I gesture with the gun hand. Why? Why? Why is the... And I go over to the broken window and I look out the broken window. Why did you break the window? I didn't break the window. Are you sure? No, I'm pretty sure that wasn't... You know what? I, (laughs) I shouldn't be getting interrogated. I just had two blackout visions and I had no control over it. Okay, go take a shower and go wash the blood off your back. We'll fix up your wounds in a second. I gotta handle this mess. Whatever this is. Shalev, go take a shower. Clara, what? Why? Why? I don't know. I didn't do this. I got held up at gunpoint. My journal is right there. What the fuck do you mean held up at gunpoint? Aisling, you gave her a gun. Again. You gave her a gun again? I mean, she's pointing it at all of us. She doesn't know gun etiquette. I know gun <laughs> etiquette. I choose to ignore it. Now, I'm fi- fine. I put the gun on. I empty the gun. I put it on my bed. What? I, I don't she shows me that she's not capable of it, I'm going to keep giving her what she wants. Just gun. <laughs> now, what That's do you fair. mean? She hasn't let us down so far. What do you mean you got held up at gunpoint? Listen, uh, you melt one person with sound, you get a gun. I... I the minute I left the infirmary and entered the bar, I got stopped by an old scorcher. Now, he says that, well, he says that he's in charge now. And, um, and then I come back here and I get some rather distressing news about, um, well, you're, y'all are going to want to hear it. Um, y'all are going to want to hear it. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, Clara, Shalev, Clara, why don't you take this Clara, one? I'm going okay. yeah. to go for a walk, if that's cool with y'all. Push the bathroom door, John. No. What happened? No. And I grab the, your, I, I grab your I arm and make you stay. Like we just. I didn't leave. Fucking got together. Nobody's taking a walk. Oh, okay. We need to talk through this shit. But I will. I, I I'll cover it. Um. In Clara, room. bandage up your sister. I'm actually fine. No. No. I, she pulls up her shirt and shows the two med med kit patches. Like, oh, look at that. The blood. <gasps> look at that. The blood soaked through. I didn't take it. It was Alice, not me. That's even worse. You let someone rummage through our bags. What else did she take? I didn't say she could do it. I didn't say she could do it. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. St- just shut up. I have news. Fine, go. In one of my visions, I saw Jean LaGrange dead in the laboratory we escaped from. And you were standing there next to him, glowing with muscles. You don't, you're not, you're not like, you know, flabby arms. But like, Stephanie, uh, remember? Like little weak chicken bones, not strong. But. <laughs> Stephanie, remember who John is, first of all? Yeah, you know who Jean LeGrain is. Okay. He's the one who kidnapped you. Yeah, I just couldn't remember if she yeah. actually knew his name. And I say, Jack has kidnapped me, good rins. What do you mean you were buff? That's all I'm, she was glowing and she was buff. And she wasn't unconscious. She was standing there with a bunch of those lab guys, actually. Okay, yeah, fine, whatever. Easling. We already, listen, we saw the logs. 
We know she's been there several times before. That's not new information. The aiding and abetting? New information, but we'll get to that later. There's also people on the train from said gang, Clara. The hell yeah. you? Good point. Yeah. Julius Ziegler. What the fuck is Julius? Julius Ziegler. What's his middle name? Michael, Michelle, I don't fucking know. They <laughs> tap the cane again. <laughs> they hand it to Clara. Oh, is this his? Yeah, that's fucking his. Don't make me go back there. I don't want to fucking talk to him again. Did you steal that man's cane? No, I didn't steal it. I found it. Thought we could get a favor from it. But if he's bad news... Oh, he's... he's... Take it as a trophy. He's a young upstart who, I guess, now that my dad is dead, um, fucking took his place. So that's cheery. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, if we got his cane, we want it's monogrammed, so. I don't want his fucking cane. Well, yes. Well, y'all can keep it. Well, He's a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I guess I can get a favor from this man now. I don't want to send a 12 year old. Frankly, I'd feel best if Shalev went since she seems to be the most destructive of the four of us when it comes to her combat abilities. Oh. Hold, <laughs> hold the fucking phone. I am not a rabid dog you can just throw out on your problems like that. Yeah, you're a first prize winning show poodle. Now, no, I agree with you. I'm not sending you out to go take a hit. I'm sending you out in case they pull some bullshit like they pulled on me, which is putting two guns to my back. I feel like you or Aisling are less likely to get killed by this group of assholes than one than Tiffany, a 12-year-old, or me, who can only really take so many shots. I just start tw- twirling the cane in front of myself and schlep and I, aren't you... Don't you just want to go ape shit on your what is it essentially like foster brother now? Ever just want to go ape shit on your foster brother? I've got siblings. I know you do. I just glare at her and Ooh, I just like foster brother swipe the cane from her hand. All I know is that you two are related, but also mostly not. So I'm just yeah, thinking but, that everyone in the in the gang oh, is now a sort of okay. family member. I just like kind of yank the cane out of her hand, and I just look at all of them. You know, I haven't even addressed yet that none of you told me there was a shape-shifting demon fucker stalking us on the train before I got shit-faced. Kinda didn't have a chance to. Didn't have a chance? Yes! Oh, hey, there's a a, a creepy stalker fucker uh, that can shape-shift following us, by the way. Oh, that took like five seconds. Oh, I'm sorry, but someone had to immediately head to the fucking bar cart as soon as we hopped on this ding-dang train. It's been stressful! these past few days. Yeah, so I haven't had this, the time to tell you that there's a shame. You guys' argument continues into the night. Uh, you are able to relay all the information to each other that you have. Uh, just anything, anything that you know that you would share, you are able to share. Uh, you guys... Let's declare that, though, because some of that is Shalev's visions. Yeah. Yeah.
Um, I know Clara would tell you that Julius is in charge of the Scorchers now, as far as she can tell. Probably took Jean, John's, it's John, but uh, John's spot um, after he got killed and whatever happened. Um, but I, I don't know what that was, so you would have to tell us that what happened in your visions. Um, and also that they apparently own the train, and so that being on it is a big risk for us, um, at least for me specifically, because they don't like that I was out of the gang uh, permanently and that I was missing for three and a half months while Jean, John, was also missing. They keep saying it. I would point hey, out that this is, a, this is another reason to never use your name to reserve carts, because you reserved this cart under Clara Rollins. <laughs> so they probably knew from the minute we got on yeah. that I was here. Okay. It's like Cringe. second identity, Clara. It's important. So how can we best use this knowledge that we know who a potential leader of y'all's old gang is because here's the thing I mean you get a power vacuum when any head dies I can I'll bet money that Julius Orange Julius whatever the fuck his name is I'm betting that he is not the only so-called leader of a clump of y'all's old gang boys to be fair they'd be green Julius's but <laughs> green Julius that's right they're greens <laughs> I mean I don't know what Obviously, how would I like know? You know what all is happening and the goings on. I wasn't a part of it before I got kidnapped. Well, you weren't, but we got we got a head here. Now we got one of the many Hydra heads of your old gang. Are we going to use that to our advantage? No, no. There weren't more than one leader to the group. That it's not. It really only is in Emberville and a little bit in Night Hollow. They don't fucking get around like that. They're they're small time, they're small fish that my dad, you know, liked to make think they were bigger, but really that's because he was talking to bigger people than even he was. Uh, Julius is nothing. He is no one. He's less than what Jean was, and I, there's no reason to get tangled up in what he's got. And the problem, I imagine, is that he's going where we're going. I mean, yeah, that's... And also, our target is dead. Who was Jean grooming to be the next leader? I feel like he would have trusted Doc to be his, his you know, his successor. Um, but Doc was also getting on in years, and he wasn't... He weren't never uh, the the aggressive type. So he, he, he might not want to be in charge of all that it wasn't really um to his liking he didn't mind doing all the 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 work that his brother had him do but you know i don't think he'd want to be uh this the the thing that turns the screw that i don't know rich yeah sure why not i mean but he can't be dead because he as far as we know, he weren't involved in all of this, right? So maybe he could give us something. Maybe he knows where your aunts are. Because if John's dead, then, well, we're out of clues on where to find them. Yeah, I mean, we can always we can tail Julius as soon as he gets off the train. We're going in the same direction. He had, like, five people at the table with him, and then the whole bar was staring at me. I don't know what our chances of following them unseen are. Maybe we don't have to follow them unseen, and she just uh, taps the, the cane on the ground again. We still have a favor to ask. And a cane to return. That's true. As far as we know, he doesn't like at the moment you. 
we got three other bodies here that, frankly, I don't know if he has much care for at all, but might not be negative would he, care. Would he uh, recognize me? I obviously don't remember who he is. He came around a little bit after you left. He kind of, you know, along with Gray, he kind of, like, took your, your place um, when once you were gone. Uh, so, I, I don't know. He, look, he's not mad at me. He's just wary because he thought I fucking killed him. He thought I killed John. I, and obviously that weren't me either. So, you know, we, I guess we could probably go parlay with him and see if he can get us to what we're looking for. But also, if they're holding your aunts at the behest of whoever it is that kidnapped us, um, it's probably not likely that they'll just take us there, even with the return of a cane. I mean, they might not take us there in the way that we would want them to, which would be voluntarily and we with can't warm regards. overpower them. Oh, no, no, no. I what, mean, what I'm saying you is... You two, maybe. Aisling and Shalev, like, look at each other, and this is the one time we agree. Wide-eyed grin. <laughs> yeah. I mean... If they've got if they've got the rest of my family, and he might be mad at you, what's to stop him really? Once we're on his we're on his train, his train set, what's to stop him from just you know kind of taking us with him by by his force? You want to get captured by him? Yeah, it's an not saying I want to. I'm saying it's an option. We have a lot of them right now. Speaking of options, I found these things, and I will pull out the coin. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess the small pouch. Yeah. That I found from the monster. Uh, you pull them out, and it's a coin, and it does not look like a gold, silver, or bronze that you are used to seeing. Um, it's not a minted coin that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And it's a black pouch. Yeah. You can inspect it. I'm going to hand it to Tiffany. I open the pouch. I <laughs> uh, take a look inside of the pouch, and it is very big on the inside of it. And uh, you rummage around, you pull out about 150 gold. You pull out some ball bearings. You pull out a couple of food rations, uh, two first aid kits, and you pull out a really weird-looking mirror. Oh my god. What the fuck? How did all that... My brain doesn't... Cool pouch. And I loop it on my belt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I thought I picked up some random assorted items, but now I feel like everything is magical, so she just... (laughs) Shalev just pulls out the... um, the other little black bag, the black bag that I she I recognize has. that one. I'm like, that created the darkness. Open that That's bag. That's useful. Don't open the bag. We will be. I just very, she just very slowly hands it to Tiffany and then pulls out the uh, empty flask. Uh, as you're handing it to Tiffany, roll percentile die for me. Oh no. Let's see if you spill it. I'm about to fumble. 20. You are handing the bag to Tiffany and it slips out of both of your fingers and it lands on the ground. And once it does, the entire room goes pitch black. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, ah, God, God. Everyone calm down. Everyone just... Nah, nobody's panicking. We know what's happening. 
How do we? How did this undo the last time? Uh, Can we close it? We opened a door. Oh, oh, that's a good call. And I just, I just, I very slowly crouched to the ground and just start trying to feel for the bag. Please, Old person, tell that for me. Don't step on me, please. Kind of hard. No one can see. Well, then don't move. Don't be snappy. Please. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's 27. <laughs> you are feeling everybody's knees and ankles invading some personal space. Tiffany, this Tiffany. makes me wildly uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't see. Tiffany, that's, that's not the bag. That's not the bag. Sorry. What the fuck is that? This is a cane. <laughs> Uh, I, would li- I would like to. <laughs> I would like to use magic to be able to see in the darkness, like I did the first time. <laughs> That's a ten. Yeah. Seven plus ten. Yeah, uh, it takes you a few minutes, uh, but you are able to adjust your eyes to the darkness, and you see the bag on the ground. All right, I'm gonna go to the bag, and I'm gonna close it. Yeah, you reach down as soon as you pick it up off the ground, the darkness goes away. Okay. Oh. Okay. Ah, God, fuck. Oh, my God, it's so bright in here now. Oh. Jesus. Okay, now let's, what's up with the Hold cane on. and the flask? And then I'm going to sit on the ground. Uh-huh. And I'm going to, like, open my legs up so I know that it's going to drop in. And I'm going to drop it to the ground again. You drop it to the ground, and the darkness envelops the entire room. I'm going to pick it up. And it goes away. Oh. 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 That's. Wait, try just touching it to the ground. Holding it. Yeah. If it's still in your hand, then the darkness doesn't go. It isn't. It's still. It's still bright. Okay. Ah, interesting. Interesting. So I pull it up and I like hold it out and I'm like, "This is useful, but it feels like a one-use item, and I hate that. I want to be able to find it." Oh. <laughs> oh, I get what you mean now. Yeah. If you lose it, it's kind of gone. Cause then, like, how do you pick it up again and turn it all off? <laughs> uh, I mean, tie you- a string to it. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> 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 like, Aisling reaches the door, go back, and gets the fucking piece of string that she has. Let's go! Does it work? Does it work? Roll a percentile. <laughs> I can't believe you had a piece of string. I did! I specifically took it as my equipment. I was like, you know, I don't know how this is going to become useful, but string oh always God. is useful. <laughs> that is... An 83. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you write, you tie a really good night on it. Like, a, you're very confident you're not. Okay. And uh, you go. <laughs> drop it on the ground, uh, holding one end of the string, and whenever it hits the ground, it goes pitch black. Okay. I'm going to test, like, dragging it along the ground to see if, like, if I went prone, if I'd be able to drag it with me, and so we'd all be in darkness. That's right. Walk the dog. <laughs> As you're walking the dog, the room does stay dark. Okay. I pull it up. I'm like, this is excellent. As it leaves the ground, it goes back bright. Ah. That's fucking incredible. But my eyes. Please my eyes hurt <laughs> so much. Okay, well, fuck. Is it all special then? What's yeah, the bottle? I, I, sh- I shake the flask around. I don't I, I'm, I'm afraid to put it on the ground, honestly. <laughs> I said, can I see the flask? Small child, take the flask. Okay. I opened the flask. You open the flask and look in it. There's nothing in there. I smell the flask. It smells magical. I try to drink from the flask. Uh, whenever you try to drink from the flask, are you thinking of like any kind of like beverage? I'm thinking liquid. Water comes out as you tip it open. Okay. I try it again, and I think... Milk. 
milk comes out as you as you tip the uh, flask back. I go, oh, holy fuck! <laughs> there was water and then there was milk. I go and I pick it up and I look think at of it. water and then think of milk. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. She she lifts it to her lips and obviously thinks of. Uh, Whiskey, like immediately. Uh, whiskey comes out of it. Oh fuck! Oh jeez, I'm keeping this. Wait, can I see no. it? No, 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 just once. No. You can have it back. I'm not gonna take it. Just let me see it. She like shakily passes it. <laughs> she thinks of <laughs> say it. Conk. Anti-gravitational <laughs> potion. <laughs> she thinks. I just want to see what the limits of this thing are. She thinks public. <laughs> what would come out of it? No, I didn't have anything good for it. I was literally trying to think of some kind of like a berserk potion, like something that makes you insanely strong or something like that. Or Wait. something that gives you the power to fly and then like takes a swig. Wait, can I see it again? <laughs> yeah, here. And I think really hard for a second. And then I hold it up to my mouth and then I start coughing. It's flour. <laughs> it's flour. What's the coin? So, so just wait, we it. can get powder from it too. I don't care. Uh, I don't know. The DM didn't say that. <laughs> you can take it. You can cut that out. I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna cut that out. But the powder and the potion did not work. Okay, just no. Okay. Uh, what's the coin? Um. I pick up the coin. Is there any writing or anything on it? On one side is a happy face, and on the other side is a sad face. Well, frankly, I'm very afraid of the whole uh, Janus mask thing going on here, but oh well. And I flip the coin. All right. Uh, roll percentile die. Okay. Oh, boy. Hmm. I like to imagine that it stays up in the air for like a definitely magical amount of time, and I go, this can't be good. Hey, wait, why is it just holding there? 20. Take a luck point off. Ow. That's cool. I just sit there looking at the, I let the coin fall on the ground. I go, I feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it landed on the frowny face. Not bad, but worse. Did it land on the frowny face? Yeah, it landed on the frowny face face up. What do you mean you feel worse? I feel just, I'm one step closer to being doomed. Oh my god, just give me that. And no, I want the coin. I wanna, <laughs> no, I want to trick someone. Well, okay. Well, who? Well, unless someone else wants the coin? Clara, you haven't gotten a magical item yet. Yeah, I have just sitting here thinking that I, I haven't gotten a <laughs> magical item yet. <laughs> here. I mean, I'll take the bag. The bag's cool, too. Oh, the bag is very good, and I can't carry a lot of stuff. Okay, that's fine. You are weak. I'll take the coin. Hey. <laughs> Damn. So you take the coin? Yeah. Okay. Um, it uh, only works once per day. Okay. You can either get a, you get a luck point or lose a luck point. 50% chance. Yeah. Uh, dang, I was about to say, let's go try this out on Green Julius over there. I don't, I don't know if it's 50% chances. We have to roll percentiles. We can do flip a coin instead. Like, we can Google flip a coin, and it will flip a coin for us. Because that's fair. It's not a 50-50 that you get bef- below or above 50%. It's technically one out of 100 chance that you get. Actually, going to retcon. It's not a 50-50 chance. Okay. Okay, it is just a percentile roll. Yeah, this is a hundred-sided <laughs> coin. <laughs> Let's go. It's a D100. But it is above 50. Those die exist. Allegedly. Then I'll just write chance. Yeah. Chance to gain a point, chance to lose a point. 
All right, is there any other information you guys are going to pass on to each other I before? I have several informations that I have not I, passed on yet. Aisling doesn't have information to pass on, right? I don't think so. My thing was the stalker. We took care of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I don't think stalker I have. Stalker is dead. Stalker is dead. Okay, all right. I already talked about the ones I just recently had. Mm-hmm. Or was that, did I only tell that? No, I told everyone. Yeah, that uh, Jean was dead, that Aisling was really strong. Yeah, yeah. and that's all that... Shalev cares to divulge them because the other ones was just her murdering people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Makes sense. Aisling's been kind of quiet recently just because ever since Shalev mentioned her being allied with the bad guys from the lab, standing over Jean LaGrange's body and stuff. I've been trying to rack my brain, trying to remember all that, and it's not coming to me like normal. And so um, then it just kind of Towards the end of Shell of Explaining Everything, uh, I'll kind of turn and go, you get visions? Uh, yeah, occasionally from, I guess his name is Kalek, the, I guess, whatever he is inside of my brain or me. Uh, yeah. I mean, is that the only thing you've ever seen or have you seen other things? Oh, no. Uh, actually, about that, I have seen several other things that... Uh, I guess implicate you all as well. Um, mm-hmm. While we were fighting the goop uh, shape-shifting monster earlier, um, I don't know if any of you noticed, but uh, I froze up in the min- in in the middle of the fight there because I had another one of those visions. Oh, is that why I got grand slammed? No. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember quite what happened at that point. You froze up, flew into the air, and then launched yourself into the monster with Tiffany attached? No, the second time I froze up. Oh. That that's fight's that's where the monster fell between you and me. Yes. <laughs> this is your fault. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. You were pretty hurt. It was okay. I have some unfortunate news about our friend Robert from the motel. Um, it seems our uh, big bad scary Magnus friend wherever he is uh, took care of him uh, brought him out back uh, shot him in the head just like my old crab horse (laughs) Um, not only that but I I just couldn't help but notice he has all of our shit Um, I saw my locket Clara you talked about having some kind of special gun right like a yeah. Like a revolver kind of thing? Yeah. He had it. He shot Robert with it. I saw it. <laughs> that fucker. <laughs> um, um, there's this weird fucked up bag that looked like this, like, rabbit thing. <gasps> Leopold. <laughs> of course. And, um, yeah, that's, that's all I remember from that vision. Hey, um, listen, if you have another vision of that room, you need to, like, oh, look for details. Look for a window. See if you can find where. I, as far as I can tell, it's just, like, a, a nondescript, like, corporate office. Like, like what you would expect. Like, I remember it being really, really nice. It's, like, just a very high-end corporate, like, office for someone high up the chain of command. Have you it, not been it, following your exercises? My, my what? Yeah. Yeah, I gave you like an entire like six page brochure and packet on like the various exercises that you were supposed to fuck. Do you not remember? You have a fucked up brain. That's it. My memory starts 
three days ago. Ah, that's it. Yeah, okay. Three days? Two. Two. Two days ago. My memory starts two days ago. I'm sure I got a pamphlet somewhere, but I got some, I got an old pamphlet. You came to us once on a bad day. Probably not. Well, no, probably a little along the same lines as um, the past couple of uh, freeze-ups you've had recently. Um, Because, you know, it's like, what better to help on out than things that kill it? With your little guy that's inhabiting your brain in there, your unwanted uh, roommate. What? So wait, do you know more about this thing inside me? Yeah. I know a little bit. What? Yeah. <laughs> Could divulge? Small child? Well, I'm not the I'm not the foremost expert on it. That's one of my aunts. That's um, that's a uh, Dolphine's like expertise. But I helped her do some file work there. So, like. If we stop at the next, um, what's the next stop on this train again? Emberville. 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 It's the only stop on this yeah. train. Been on this train so long, I thought the next stop was the infirmary cart once again. <laughs> um, yeah, once we get past Emberville, um, Dauphine's got like a little uh, cottage over in Texas. Uh, probably be able to find like your patient records there. Speaking of uh, your family. Tiffany, I had another vision a while ago, back in the motel, actually, that I feel if we're going to continue on this trend of being honest with each other, then I suppose I should divulge this little tidbit. I had a vision, another vision while we slept at that motel. I saw someone in Pinal, uh, in the Pinal uniform running through... the Rostyle Pass? I saw the uh, trees, and um, I, I remember a name tag. Uh, Vinny. Fucking Vinny. <laughs> Who's Vinny? And why, what is he doing all the way out there? How am I supposed to know? Vinny's, um, Vinny's family. Okay, why'd you have that reaction then? Because he fucks a lot of stuff up! Oh, okay. Well, Vinny is running towards some kind of crazy looking obelisk slab surrounded by barbed wires fences the craziest thing is it's as i specifically saw the date the 16th of joy well what day is it now wait it's a fantastic question do not does it Oh my god. Do any of us know what day it is? Hey, what's that? Is there anything written on the train tickets? I, I shall, shall have just started like shoving her hands into every pocket on the trench oh, coat. Oh, remember when I was gar- throwing garbage at you, but hold on to the train tickets? Oh! Shut up! Shut up! Okay, and then she finally finds them. Okay, it is... You take a look at the train ticket and it says 3-9. Okay, it's 3-9. So whatever event I saw in that vision happens eight days from now. And uh, the nine. third Sorry, month of the year. Yeah, I was just about to say. I was just <laughs> three, about to say nine. you're gonna give us. Yeah, I don't want to say three nine. You're gonna give us the. You told me you were gonna give us the months in order. Yeah. The names yeah, of the months yeah, in order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, let me. Give me the month. Yeah, uh, the month. Wait is... for everyone to get there. All right. So the third month is the month of joy. J O I. So the third day of joy, or however you want to say, joy the third. February. Yeah, the third, May the third. Yeah, the third. joy the third. All right, so the months in order. Uh, the first month is Slesult, S-L-E-S-U-L-T. Slesult. Slesult. 
The second month is Zaloon. Z-U-L-U-N-N. Zaloon. Then Joy. Then Joy. And then Vloy, V-L-O-I. <laughs> Going a sort of like June, July type of thing here. Uh, Rujal, R-U-J-A-L. R-U-J-L? R-U-J-A-L. Oh, R-U-J-L-N. R-U-J-L-N. <laughs> you jelly? Tilly. T-I-L-I-E. Uh, Kukso, C-U-X-O. And Cujo? Cujo? Kukso, C-U-X-O. Okay, fine. Cusco. And then uh, the Soxerus, S-O-X-U-R-S. Soxers. 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 Those are the eight months of your year, <laughs> guys. Zaloon. S-O-X-U-R-U-S. Gossip girl. <laughs> oh, is it, is it U-R-U-S or U-R-S? S O X U R S. I think the okay. listeners of the podcast need to know that, like, Adrian and I sit across from each other and she'll make these comments and we will look at each other giggling and then I cackle and then we laugh. Oh, it was the delayed reaction, I think, that just really got me. It's just like I saw it hit you. So, yeah, you check out your train ticket and it says that it is the uh, ninth day of joy. Okay, so it's the ninth day of joy. So whatever I saw in that vision, it happens in seven days. It's the ninth of joy? Yeah. So that means we were taken in in Soxers? That's the last I remember. Fuck. What day, though? I guess it doesn't really matter. (sighs) I mean, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I was taken on the 14th when I went to go do a job. I mean, I, I feel like it's probably safe to assume they took us all at the same time. Yeah. What job? Oh, I had to go deal with some scorchers. We had um, a long-standing business contract with them. Still do, I'd reckon, even though... Uh, well, well I, I don't know, maybe well, not. I don't you know, know, if John's I, not there and Queenie and Thane are missing. Well, more like if I disappeared when they last saw me at the Scorchers head, uh, headquarters, um, heads are going to roll, be it my family or yours. That's fair. I got to say, though, dealings like this tend to um, ignore any personal issues that occur. You might find some of the older guard of your yours and mine might um, be keen on keeping the relationship going. So that if you want sway on that, maybe maybe talk to them <laughs> so we know that he has our stuff so he obvious i mean he was obviously the guy who kidnapped us in the first place but like he he why did he take our stuff why did he have a specific interest in us i i mean we were in the lab we were being experimented on aisling has some kind of tie to this whole situation that i have no idea about yeah. None of this is jogging anything for me, is it? Uh, no, not really. I mean, yeah, you we, guys don't necessarily have to roleplay yeah, this stuff if yeah. you don't want to. Because, uh, I mean, your characters all would have been very tired at this point. Uh, yeah. You know. It's this, like, what, it, five now? No, actually. This is taking a while. All you, this collecting. It's a calm yeah. down. It's like nine. Clean. It's like ten o'clock at night, yeah. I'd say. Like, as, as you guys are done talking, divulging information, well, we cleaning up the room. we had to finish shouting at each other, too. Yeah. yeah. Shouting at each other, cleaning up the room. You take down the turtle for a moment to repair the window, and you put it back up. 
you find out that Vinny is apparently going to be assaulting an obelisk building in the Rostyle Pass. Uh, Aisling will say to Shalev, look, I wish I could remember. I know I've done horrible things. I'm trying not to anymore. I don't know what I can do to convince you to believe me. Well then, let me clarify these feelings you're feeling coming from me towards you. Because I don't care if you do terrible things. In fact, if anything, I might encourage it a little bit. What I care about is, are you going to cause me problems? And then she walks away like a bitch. <laughs> the, what, the other side of the room? <laughs> yeah. Just or like the, the bathroom or like onto like a, a bed. bed. Yeah. yeah. That's the last thing you say before you. Yeah. And I mean, she says talking. it like super quietly. Like so like it, with intention of only easily hearing it. Oh, okay. Hmm. I see. I'll say really quietly as you walk away and I'm like only if you harm Tiffany. Would I hear that? It's meant for you. I just shoot a glare back at you and I'm not gonna say anything to it. Damn. I do a shrug. <laughs> Oof. Ugh. Ugh. Tense. <laughs> All right, so our God, session is gonna be coming to a close here. You guys have shared all the information that you have gained, and you are all really, really tired at this point. And it's about ten o'clock at night. The train is just chugging along, going about 20 miles an hour on its way to Emberville, and you guys finally get a chance to go to sleep. Clara, well, dare I say, can any of you find folks? Can any of you find folks point me in the direction of some fucking acid? No, I just may be a simple country boy, simple country bounty hunter. But could any of y'all city folk point me in the direction of some fucking acid? No. Boxden Productions.